Coming up is some important information from Malane and Lindsay solicitors of 191 Mile Street Tea Gardens. Phone 49287300. Hello, I'm Ashley John. I'm a director in the Family and Relationships Law Team at Malane and Lindsay Solicitors. And today I'm going to be speaking to you about grandparents and family law. How can grandparents support their own children, the parents, through a separation? Grandparents have a really important role um, following a separation. As you can acknowledge, the children are often going through quite a difficult time. For many people, separation will be the hardest thing they go through in their life. So grandparents have a real role to provide emotional support to their children, so the parents in this case. Look, it can be difficult sometimes because the grandparent might not support the parent's decision in deciding to separate, but it is important that they can set that aside from supporting the individual themselves. There's also a financial support that grandparents often provide. As you can appreciate, these are, are people who might not have been expecting to separate. They might have set their lives up in such a way that they're reliant on having the other person there and to suddenly find themselves in a situation where they may not be able to meet their rent payments. They may not be able to afford to pay the bills or the school fees. So we do find in our practice that grandparents play a really important role in, in just allowing parents to stay afloat to take one of those pressures off them, as it said, at such a difficult time. And what entitlements do grandparents have to see their grandchildren where the parents have separated? Well, that's an interesting one because it depends on what the circumstances are. So in most cases, you'll find that grandparents will spend time with children during the time the children are with their own parents. So if you find that the children are spending time with a father every second weekend, then they might spend time with their paternal grandparents during that period as well. It's different, though, if the parent isn't spending time with the child for any particular reason, because then you'll find grandparents who might have had a good relationship with these children over a long period of time are suddenly not seeing their grandchildren. Mm -hmm. So that's a situation that you might need to look at what other steps the grandparents can take to maintain that relationship with the grandchildren. And then there are circumstances where the parents might not want the grandparents' involvement in their lives. So that's a separate one again, where the grandparents might need to give some consideration to whether or not they want to take steps formally through a court system to get orders or an agreement to spend time with the children. But I think grandparents need to be aware that the court is there primarily to ensure that parents are maintaining that relationship with their children rather than focusing on the grandparents. So where both parents are of the position that they don't want the grandparents involved in the children's lives, what you'll often find is that the court won't stand in the way of that and they'll actually allow that to occur, which can be very disappointing and heartbreaking for some grandparents. There are therapeutic ways for grandparents to, to look to mend relationships with their children and it would be my recommendation that people look to those before rushing off to court to get some kind of an order to see their grandchildren. What options are available to grandparents who don't believe the parents are looking after their grandchildren well enough? Yes, and this does follow through from what I was saying earlier, that sometimes the reason that grandparents want to see their grandchildren and parents don't agree is because there might be issues with the parents themselves. So unfortunately, there is a real um, a real issue in the local area, so the Hunter region, around mental health in parents, drug and alcohol abuse and so on, which can cause issues and risks to children. So grandparents have a number of options um, and the, they can look, if they have serious concerns, that the child is at risk of significant harm, of reporting the issues to the Department of Communities and Justice. So that's the new name for the organisation that was formerly known as DOCS or FACS. 
you just need to be careful with that because that could really cause a rift between a grandparent and a parent if that formal action is taken. So I would say grandparents need to think carefully about that sort of a report. But at the end of the day, if the child is at risk of harm, that needs to be the paramount consideration. There are other options available to grandparents. They might try to go to mediation with the parents. So we call it family dispute resolution. And that's where they might try and get some time with the child. They might try to reach an agreement with the parent that for this period of their lives, perhaps the children should be with the grandparent rather than the parent while the parent can get their own assistance. And if that doesn't work, there is an option for grandparents to commence proceedings in the Federal Circuit and Family Court of Australia. So grandparents are one of the few class of persons, as we call them, who have standing to commence proceedings and seek parenting orders in the court. I guess something that I would like our listeners to be aware of in that is the benefit of proceeding down the family law route, so through a federal circuit and family court, as opposed to bringing in the Department of Communities and Justice or finding yourself in the children's court, which is the state jurisdiction, the welfare jurisdiction, is within family law, families have a bit more control. So family law is a private forum. There's no state body that's involved as a party as opposed to the children's court uh, or the welfare jurisdiction, where one party is the state of New South Wales on behalf of the children. So that's something I think people really need to think about because it can be very hard then to change those arrangements if circumstances change. And they might be circumstances with the parents. The parents may have issues at a point in time that mean that they can't provide the care and support that these particular children need. And the grandparents are able to step in at that time. And then the grandparents can step out again when the parents then find themselves able to provide that care, as opposed to a state order where the Department of Communities and Justice have to be involved if there's going to be a change to that order. We'll be back after a short break with Mullane and Lindsay solicitors. Who's the one who's shown the friends you've known a 
grandparent takes on the role of the primary carer for the child, what support, financial and otherwise, is available for grandparents who are looking after their grandchildren? Yes, I think this is a very important one because grandparents who take on care of their grandchildren aren't expecting this at this point in their life. I don't think anyone expects to be in their 70s raising young children. So the availability of support is really, really important. So there are some great community organisations that support people who are in this circumstance. So there's organisations such as Kinship Carers. There are some groups within the Department of Communities and Justice who will provide that support as well because you find this applies to both grandparents who take on care of their children under a family law order or under an informal arrangement. So they might just agree with the parents. I'm going to keep the kids with me until you're able to address your issues and then we can talk again. So that's what I would call an informal arrangement. Or grandparents who might have care of their children on a permanent basis as a result of the Department of Communities and Justice removing the children from their parents' care and going on for the grandparents to become foster carers or or adopted parents of these children. So there's people in different situations and I think it's really important for grandparents to be able to learn from the experience of others and have the support of others. There's also financial support available, which is different depending on what kind of circumstance has led to the child being in the care of the grandparent. So there's the availability of child support. So that's where the parents will pay money to the person who is the primary carer of their child. That's monitored and run by the child support agency in most situations. Where there's a family law order, then that's much easier to do. Where it's an informal arrangement may be more difficult for the agency to be able to monitor that. Where children are in the care of grandparents pursuant to an order of the children's court, so through the welfare jurisdiction, there's other government subsidies and government assistance that can be provided through Centrelink and the like. So what happens if grandparents have been taking care of the grandchildren, but now the parents want them back? This is a situation that I think all grandparents want to reach, that their children, so the parents, actually identify an issue that has stood in the way of them caring for their children and have been able to address that issue and get themselves back in a position where they can be a parent to their children. So a couple of options are available. If it's pursuant to a family law order, then those orders can be varied by agreement or by further order of the court. So it may be the case that the parents and the grandparents reach agreement that the, ch- the parent will take back responsibility for the child. But you'll also often find that the grandparent will maintain some involvement in the child's life. And I think that's important both for the grandparent and the child for that to happen. It's a little bit more difficult in the welfare jurisdiction because of the involvement in the state um, organisation of the Department of Communities and Justice. So it can be harder to go back on that order. You'll need the agreement of the minister for that order to then be varied. So it's for that reason that I would say to people, think carefully about how you take on care of children, whether you involve the state through the Children's Court and the Department of Communities and Justice, or whether it's something that can be agreed upon or taken through the family law courts and keeping that as two private individuals reaching the agreement or having that order imposed as opposed to involving the state. But it's definitely the way that every family would like it to end up because it's obviously in a child's interest to have their parents in their life if they can provide the proper care, and for grandparents to be able to go back to the position of being grandparents, of being able to give them lemonade and red frogs and send them home to their parents at the end of the day. Malayne and Lindsay are proud sponsors of Mile Coast Radio.